You are listening to Matchpoint Canada. Pleased to be joined by Canadian tennis player Gabriel Diallo, who is currently in Valencia, Spain, as Canada is competing at the Davis Cup Finals. Gabriel, thanks uh, so much uh, for joining the podcast today. Thank you for having me. Yeah, really, really appreciate it. Uh, firstly, what does it just mean to you, this opportunity to to be representing Canada on such a big international stage at an event like this? I mean, it feels feels surreal. I mean, I'm I'm here right now, and I still feel like I'm I'm not. I don't know if I don't know if you if you get it. Like I'm I'm here physically, but like I'm still I'm still like shocked, you know. Because uh, at the beginning of the at the beginning of the summer, I had I had goals, of course, but uh, to be called to represent my country in the in an event like this, uh, it's been a dream since since I was a little kid, you know, to to represent Canada. Whether it's in Davis Cup or in or in the Olympics, it's uh, something that I take a lot of pride in. And uh, when I got the call, I was just extremely happy and excited. Well, I I think you've uh, certainly earned it with uh, some of your incredible tennis this summer, particularly uh, your event in Granby, winning winning a big title there. Uh, I I guess my question is: Was there a moment in time you think when you you real really realized like you were bringing your game to to that next level? uh yeah um i i the thing is that the whole summer i was playing i was playing really good tennis and practice so i was practicing and i was training hard and i was doing the right things you know me and my coaches sat and we spoke about what's the the plan for my game you know where what i need to do to get my game better uh thinking about my physical aspects you know i'm tall so what what's the next step for me and uh, we kind of did the blueprints and then we worked on it all summer. And uh, of course, at the beginning, it wasn't easy. My first tournament, I, I was, you know, I was playing, but I was, I, I felt a little bit lost because, you know, working on something a little bit different in practice and then I have to go to matches, but I still have my old habits, you know. So it was a lot of time and effort, but, you know, that my two coaches, you know, they've been on tour for a long time. They both played on tour. They both coached on tour. So they, they know the level and, Every day in practice, they they were they were looking at me and they just they they were telling me, "You're doing the right thing. You're, you're playing great tennis. You you deserve to be up there. It's just a matter of time. Keep doing it. Keep doing the right things in practice, and uh, slowly but surely. And at uh, the the National Bank Open, I got my my biggest win ever. Uh, and then it's just my confidence just took off after that. Uh, played Vancouver and then won a round there which was a big thing. It was my first time ever winning a round in a challenger. And, uh, and then I, I won Grammy. So, yeah, I was just, you know, I was lucky to be surrounded by two great coaches who, who just were patient and kept telling me to, to work on it. And they, they were telling me that we're seeing it. We're seeing it. It's just a matter of time. And then it happened. So who, uh, who are those coaches? So, so all of our listeners know. So in the summer I was training with, Martin Lorendo and mm -hmm. Vincent. Uh, Vincent, I have no idea how to pronounce it in English. Vincent Mio, Milo, Mio. Okay. So, uh, yeah, they both live in Canada. So I worked with them, and it was it was it was fun. It was good. Uh that that's great. Um, you know, you're still just 20 years old, and I think a lot of Canadian tennis fans are are now learning your name because of that that big time result and win in in Granby. Uh, you were born in Montreal, but were your parents um, tennis players as well? Did you come from an athletic family, and and when did you get started in the sport? So my parents didn't play tennis. Uh, 
my parents did not play tennis, but my mom was a professional handball player. So wow. that's the kind of athletic background. So I played that also. I played handball until I was 13. I played for Montreal, for the city. Uh, and then after that, I just stopped and focused on tennis. And tennis, I started, I want to say when I was five or six, started slowly, you know, once once a week in the summer, like during summer breaks between school. And uh, after a year or two of doing that, you know, my mom saw that I really liked it. So my mom is like the the one in my family that is more on the on the athletic part. My dad is mm-hmm. book smart and like he's big into academics, but my mom is more the. So she saw that I had a lot of fun playing when I was on the court. I was, you know, I was smiling all the time, laughing, and uh, so <clears throat> when I was eight, I think seven or eight, uh, I started to do it like two, three times a week during school after school and uh every every year we just my mom would see that i would like it so every year we just did a little bit more a little bit more we never went like straight away you know six days a week and training twice a day Mm -hmm. so it was gradual and then then i am where i am today because of that so that's that's a great that's a great path and and now for you um you're following in a sense a similar uh, Pat to Alexi Gallerno, who I know went through the college system, and and you're over at the the University of Kentucky. How uh, how nice has that college experience been for you? And um, do you think it's helped your tennis as well? I mean, it, I think it did an amazing thing for my tennis. First of all, the head coach there, Cedric Kaufman, and the assistant Matthew Gordon. I think they're the two best coaches in the country. Cedric played on the tour for a really, really long time. Uh, he played Pete Sampras, he played all those guys, and then uh, the assistant coached a lot of good players. He coached Kudla. So they know their tennis, obviously, and the thing that's great about college tennis is just it teaches you a lot how to compete because you play so many matches and there's a lot of pressure because you don't play for yourself, right? You play for for your teammates, you play for the school. Uh, there's fans and the coaches have big expectations. Uh, their bosses are putting pressure on them to have big results. So like you learn to like play with pressure and turn it like into passion. It's kind of a interesting thing that I was discussing with my coach actually a couple of days ago. And uh, I think it was great. And mostly also it's off the court. I met some of my best friends for life and just had incredible moments, you know, when we were on the road traveling or sleeping in hotels, just being loud until like 10, 30, 11, noise complaint and stuff like that. So just, you know, good times. And those are the moments I don't take for granted. And I think that they really helped me to to further my tennis career. Well, it's cool that you, you've had had the, the college life experience, which is great. And and now, uh, if you look, I guess, around, at the teammates surrounding you, uh, we have Vashik Pospisil, who's 32 years old, has a ton of experience on the tour. Felix Ojealiasim, who's, of course, an incredible top 10 player. Um, what's it like, I guess, being in the presence of those guys? And what do you find you can learn from them, just, just even being around them? Uh, I mean, obviously, I can learn a lot, uh, especially off the court. I mean, even on the court, you know, um, <clears throat> I was training with Vasek and he gave me a couple advices here and there for some shots. So there's a lot that you can learn uh, off the court as well. You know, they're extremely professional. Uh, you can see that they take care of their body. They come in early to do a big, big physical warm up. And after that, they, you know, with the physio, the masseuse, they take their time. They eat right. So it shows how it takes a lot of effort to to get there and to stay there because that's the most important and uh 
yeah, of course. I mean, it's it's just a great experience, and I'm just looking forward to learn as much as possible, and mostly to have a lot of a lot of fun and just enjoy it. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, just just to wrap up with you, we we do this with uh, some of our guests. Sometimes it's called rapid fire questions. Get to yep. know you a little bit better. Um, we'll start out nice and easy. Would you call yourself a morning or a night person? Uh, night, night. Okay. What's your uh, What's your favorite shot to hit on the tennis court? A backhand. Backhand. Okay. Yeah. Any specific direction or just backhand? Backhand. <sighs> Uh, back and return on the ad side. Nice. Back okay. On the ad side. If you could be any animal in the world, which one would you be and why? A lion, because it's the most respected animal in the, the animal kingdom. Nice. I like that. Uh, what's one place you are dying to visit that you haven't been to? Greece. Okay. All right. I'd love to go to Greece. I'm I'm sure you can get there for for a tournament too at some point. Hopefully, yeah. That would uh, be too bad. Yeah. So someone you would uh love to meet. Roger Federer. Who is your role model? My dad. My dad, yeah. Yeah. Um take out or go to a restaurant? Go to a restaurant. Okay. 100%. <laughs> I like that. Uh if you are putting on your favorite like comfort TV show, what show might that be? How about your mother? Nice. Okay. Yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> I like that. Um and lastly, uh what tennis tournament would you most love to win? Rogers Cup. Okay. Nice. Uh Rogers Cup. National Bank, sorry. National, National Bank, Bank Open. Bank. Yeah, yeah. National Bank Open, yeah. That's great. Uh, Gabriel, thanks so much for, for taking the time and uh, embrace the experience in Valencia. It will be so great to thank see you uh, on the sidelines with Canada at the Davis you, Cup thank Finals. You so much. Thank you yeah. for having me. Yeah, we appreciate it. That was Gabriel Diallo.